Body, Mind. Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, the Hour of Truth with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. Well, a warm welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, brought to you on Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, every third Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. UK Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Aetherius Radio Live invites you to discover the fascinating truth about karma, life on other planets, the Mother Earth, the next master, and much more. And today's hosts, Chrissy Blaze and Brian Kniep, will be talking about behind the scenes with the biography, the website. And this refers to Dr. George King's biography entitled The King Who Came to Earth. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to these uh, insights on this. So without further ado, I give you Chrissy Blaze and Brian Kenny. Thank you very much, Noemi. Uh, we're pleased to have Noemi Bates back as a producer on the show. So warm welcome to you, Noemi, and of course to Brian, our regular guest, um, Brian Kniep. So hi there, Brian. Good to be here. Thank you, Christy. Thank you, Noemi. Just a, a quick note to the listeners who may be new. Uh, Brian is an international director. He's executive secretary of the American headquarters, and he's also co-author of the, the book and the website, I could say the author of the website, if you like, uh, The King Who Came to Earth. Um, so we're going to have a very exciting, interactive time today. But first of all, Brian, I know last weekend was a very, very significant weekend for the American headquarters, for you and uh, everybody there, because it was a celebration for the centenary year of our master and another, the launch of your biography in America. So I wonder if you'd like to begin by saying a few words about that, Brian, please. Well, yes, it was a, it was a wonderful weekend. Um, this is following the, uh, the worldwide launch in England uh, at the end of August, and uh, then we, uh, Richard and I, came over here and did the um, uh, American uh, headquartered launch uh, over here uh, just this last weekend. And so we had uh, oh about 105 um, people come to our headquarters in Hollywood uh, for the book launch and the centenary event. Uh, and it was it was just as um, exciting and warm and uh, uh, heartfelt um, and it's just a wonderful event, uh, very similar to um, Gisborough because you have uh, members and friends from all over the world coming together uh, to to celebrate uh, the life of uh, our beloved spiritual master uh, and of course the um, the launch of the uh, much awaited um, biography. And so it's just really exciting and, and, and heartwarming to see um, a lot of old friends and a lot of new friends. And then we uh, went the next day, Sunday, uh, we, we went up to Santa Barbara, which is where um, our master had uh, another home. And this is where he actually finished his uh, mission to Earth. So it's a really nice arc. So we started in Gisborough of the north of England where our master spent uh, his schoolhood days and discovered his um, uh, the beginnings of his cosmic contact, as it were, up there. And then, uh, so England really was where he started his mission in his life, and then he moved to Hollywood um, in the 1959, and he expanded his mission, uh, created uh, many of the missions. And then uh, the last um, several years he spent up in Santa Barbara, where he, he uh, massaged the missions and the Aetherius Society so that it could carry on uh, very potently after his passing, which took place in Santa Barbara. And so it was just a very powerful and a poignant uh, weekend, to be sure. Well, thank you very much, Brian. I'm so glad it was a wonderful event. I know, of course, I was in Gisborough with you and, and Noemi, and um, it was fantastic, magical there. So so pleased to hear. And I've heard from people since actually that it was indeed as you say another magical event and we found over the years that anything concerning our master always becomes very inspirational and very magical which is not surprising so that's oh. wonderful and also um people listeners regular listeners anyway heard on previous show um the last show actually was it the last show or the one before when you and richard talked about 
the king who came to earth, the ins and outs of writing this amazing book and all the that challenges. That was back in August. Yeah, that was, uh, that that was, was a really interesting all, show. Gosh, time yeah. flies. But anyway, th- that was an amazing show, and you can listen to that on the, in the archives if you haven't already, and I highly recommend it. But today we're going to be discussing the website, the complimentary website, the companion website to this amazing biography. And Brian is the inspiration behind the website. He's the author of this website, if you like. And um, I thought, we thought today that it would be really nice to have an interactive experience by grabbing your computer or your cell phone or your iPad and going along with us as we, as we guide you through the different aspects. Because in this age in which we live, we tend to do everything really fast. And when we go to a website, I know I'm speaking from my own experience, but I know other people do that. We tend to skim through it. And I know you'll agree, Brian, that this is not the website to skim through. (laughs) It's uh, like digging for diamonds, and you will find them. But we're going to guide you on sort of how to, um, the best way to look through this website and not to skim through it. So go up to your browser, wherever you are, whether Chrome or Firefox or whatever, and Type in drgeorgeking.org, and that's D-R, the short form of Dr. George, G-E-O-R-G-E, K-I-N-G, dot org. And uh, if you want to add that to your favorites, your book market, that would be great, because I feel sure that once you start looking at it, you will be looking at it on a very regular basis, and um, there are many reasons why it's a good idea to do that, which we'll bring up today. So we'll give, we'll give them a couple of minutes, shall we, to grab their, however they want to look at this, do you think, Brian? Sure. Um, you know, the first the picture that you see uh, when you get to the site is the, um, uh, the beautiful image of the cover of the book. And as we have um, Noemi as a producer, I want to just give a, a real good shout-out to her for doing just a brilliant, brilliant design of the front cover. Um, everyone who's seen that cover really comments on it. It's just it's striking um, uh, beauty, and, and it really captures the essence of a master. So excellent job, Noemi, for doing that. Absolutely. Congratulations. Noemi is an absolutely amazing designer. I have to say we're lucky to have her in the Ethereum Society, Definitely. amongst many other things. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you very much. So I think everybody's probably got the website now. And, um, well, first of all, I just, well, maybe I'll talk about the book later, but let's look at the uh, – what do you think is the best place to start, Brian, the highlights? or? Well, I, I think the um, – I mean, well, probably just want to get a, a, a good overview of what's there. Uh, and if you look in yeah. the upper right um, part of the, the screen, you see uh, the words explore, timeline, king yoga, about, and buy the book. And that's the, the main skeleton, main structure of the website. Uh, the explore section is the, the meat of it, where you, we've got um, over 200 photographs and 70 transmission uh, extracts and, and address extracts and uh, 20 um, video extracts. So that's, that's the bulk of it. The timeline uh, is just what it is. It, it shows a timeline of, of Dr. King's life. Uh, which is really useful if when you're reading the book and you find yourself somewhere on a particular page and it puts out a date and you might think to yourself, I wonder what else Dr. King was doing then. Go to the timeline, you can find out. When King Yoga, that section, is a, a hidden gem. It's got uh, probably 11 or 12 uh, extracts in there, which are brilliant extracts, um, both by Dr. King, St. Guling, Marsucher Six, uh, and they're pretty. As a matter of fact, Hidden within King Yoga section is a complete transmission called Meditation for This Age by uh, Mars Sector 6. And so for those in the know, you can go there and listen to an entire uh, transmission and one of the most potent ones uh, that uh, came through Dr. King. Then the About section really is just that. It's about uh, the authors, about Dr. King. It's about the Ethereum Society. Uh, and then, of course, Buy the Book, well, Buy the book. That shows you different ways of buying the book. So that's yeah, the overview that, of the um, of the uh, skeleton. Thank you very much, Brian. And uh, on the topic of buying the book, now is the time to buy the book if you don't already have it. 
because until the end of this year, there is a 20% discount on signed copies. Uh, the authors, Richard and Brian, signed copies in Gisborough, and they signed copies uh, last weekend. So there are a certain number of signed copies, and there still are some available. So for um, And these are very wonderful books. They're large books. They're, as Brian said, the cover is stunning. Um, and inside, there are lots of color photographs and so on. So it really is the book to have. Um, so get it now if you can. But also, I urge you to get the e-book. And, and uh, Brian, can you explain why it's so important to have the e-book? Because I think this is a very unique uh, process which you put together. Well, the, um, I also want to highlight uh, the hardback as well because, you know, uh, David Capraro from our uh, organizer of our Detroit, uh, Michigan branch, uh, he gave a, a little talk on Saturday about um, uh, the fortunate thing if you buy the book now is, number one, it's a first edition. Uh, number right. two, it's, it's signed. Uh, and number three, it's it's discounted. So I mean, it's it's like the perfect time to buy the hardback because you can get a book that's uh, first edition signed and less than it will be uh, next year. So it's uh, you know <laughs> now is definitely the time to get uh, the hardback. And what what I would do is um, get that hardback um, and kind of look at it a little bit here and there. But you might find yourself reading it more online. Uh, or on your on, on your Kindle or your iPad, because the ebook, um, the advantage of that is, of course, you can take it with you and you won't mess up your book. Uh, of course, you can always buy two books, <clears throat> but that's that's up to you. But with the ebook, you can. Um, there's a lot of links to, like, if you if you're reading the book and um, uh, there's a photograph, you can click on that. And you can look at the photograph in a larger um, way on your screen. Uh, if you're looking at a, a particular extract, a certain number of extracts, you can click on, and it'll take you right to this website, and you can listen to uh, the words that you're reading in the book. Uh, when you hear the master's voice or a cosmic master's voice, it's a whole different experience to reading the words um, uh, on the page. Yeah, I think this is. I was thinking about it the other day, and I mentioned it to Brian. I think this is probably very unique. Because if you think of all the biographies out there, um, there's obviously going to be websites, but do you think there are any other websites that have this completely interactive experience with the biography itself? I mean, I doubt it, because the beauty of uh, Dr. George King, of course, is that he was the not only primary terrestrial mental channel, but he was the greatest communicator and communicated everything, didn't he? Uh, with lectures, with classes, throughout his life. So we have this mass, as Brian knows better than anybody probably, of lectures, classes, transmissions, which um, you can, you know, listen to while you're reading. I mean, it's really a, probably a unique experience, I would say. Well, I don't know of any other. There might be others, but I think even if there are other books that are, uh, have this interactive um, uh, component, I, I doubt that there's any that have the um, volume yeah. yeah, as you say, Dr. King, he kind of it's almost like he knew um way back in in the 50s that uh, uh people are going to really want to hear what he said and and see what he was doing. And so he went out of his way to get really good equipment uh with quite a quite an expense back then to record the transmissions and his lectures and addresses and um we we have thousands and thousands of photographs from throughout the years. And so we've culled through these, these photographs, these transmissions, and his addresses and lectures, and we've pulled out uh, just some of the top extracts uh, that really paint the picture of Dr. King and put them uh, into this website, uh, all, of the, of course, with, a, with an idea and a mind to supplement um, the, the words uh, and the, the biography arc uh, as put in, in, in the book. Yes, yeah, thank you, Brian. I have to say you did a brilliant job with the website because as the author, you you chose uh, for each chapter the, you know, the what you thought was the most significant, um, you know, transmissions and lectures and so on. And then a, a few of us had the fantastic job of selecting from that, say, say it's a lecture of an hour and a half, a few minutes extract. 
So we really do have the gems of the gems, if you know what I mean. And uh, it worked out really well. I mean, it's fantastic. So please do, and we'll go through this now chapter by chapter and uh, look at some of the extracts and some of the fantastic photographs that you can find. Well, before I go on, I want to, you know, you're saying the author of the website. You know, it's not, it was a very much a collaborative effort. Uh, you know, I, I uh, uh, went through and then picked out some some ideas for the for the each chapter and whatnot. But um, you know, you, you um, Chrissy, uh, and and your husband Gary um, also picked out some uh, some beautiful extracts and beautiful photographs and and put a lot of time and energy into uh, putting the commentary. Uh, I know Gary put on some really wonderful commentary um, on some of the photographs. It really gives you an inside behind the scenes look uh, at uh, some of the master's um, life. So it's, it's a collaborative effort with a lot of people coming together and, and, and helping to pick just some really excellent extracts and photographs. Yes, and the, and the good thing is um, um, Darren mentioned, and he was very, very in, involved with everything, of course, Darren, um, but he mentioned that um, you had wanted it to be uh, an involving website. So in other words, don't just look at the website once and think, oh, that's it, because it's going to be changing. There's going to be more extracts coming on. Am I right with that, Brian? Oh, yes. Uh, well, it's, it's, we're going to keep adding uh, extracts and um, photographs and, and videos uh, as as the weeks and months uh, progress, for sure. Because there's just... <laughs> Mind you, take, take gave... to... <laughs> go, go ahead. Yep. I'm sorry, carry on. Well, he, you know, Dr. King, he had over a thousand uh, lectures and addresses, um, and uh, well over a thousand transmissions when you include the uh, somatic transmission and the mental transmission. So there's a tremendous um, library of information uh, to to choose from, and you know you can you can almost take any lecture, any address, any transmission, and and then take almost any um, paragraph from any of those and find just some beautiful and useful and helpful truth so it is very difficult to uh to choose which ones to go on for sure yes absolutely so um we better get going with the chapters brian because i realize that there's nine chapters and uh we don't well, have yeah, that much time the hi- so. start with the highlights though Chris, even, even <laughs> before even before the chapters well, the hi- if you click if you um hover over that explore um up on the upper highlight. right yeah. Uh, the top, the first one is highlights, and then explore all, and then chapter one through nine. And so, you know, I would encourage everyone to start with the highlights, because if you click on the highlights, you get you get the cream of the crop, as it were, and you get like the you know the top say 15 or 20 photographs, the top say six or seven uh, extracts, audio extracts, and the top uh, oh two or three uh, videos. Um, I would definitely uh, start there. That really that gets you. It, that'll give you a taster of um, the tremendous value uh, in in the website itself. Yes, absolutely. And you'll see so many different sides of this amazing master and man from the just looking at the highlights. So many different aspects of his mission. So let's. Um, give you a couple of minutes to just, uh, or a couple of seconds to just <laughs> look through those and see where you well, want to yeah, go yeah. back. Three yeah, forms of magic, ones. fantastic, yeah. I mean, some of the ones that I just to pick out, there's Gotha Speaks to Earth, which is one of my favorite transmissions. Uh, that's yeah. right there in the highlights. And uh, Compassionate Sacrifice by the Mother Earth, um, a beautiful description by a master of um, the sacrifice made by the Mother Earth, which is central uh, in, in, in Dr. King's uh, mission to Earth, his, his love for the Mother Earth, and, and what he, what he, how he wanted to help the Mother Earth when he came here. And then, of course, the significance and development of the psychic centers really shows that Dr. King was such an advanced master, uh, so he wasn't really teaching... Um, uh, so much in there how to raise the Kundalini, but he was saying the significance of it. But he, in doing so, it came. It, it's 
abundantly clear that uh, he was uh, just a, a brilliant master of yoga and, and knew um, what it was like to raise the Kundalini through each of those psychic centers. So it's a brilliant uh, description there. Oh, we, we could just really talk is. on every single thing. We probably better get going, Christian. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yes, we are. We've got a lot to go through. But um, Chapter 1, of course, is fascinating because this is where it all began when <clears throat> Dr. George King went from childhood oh. to an Be- amazing... Before I, be- before I forget, Chrissy, I, <laughs> I completely forget. Um, one thing that would be a, a big, a great note for um, people... Um, who've been to this website before is to know that we've just today added another feature, another um, uh, another video, and this is the video that uh, uh, was created for the two launches. Uh, it was first uh-huh. shown in, in Gisborough, and then it was shown just on Saturday uh, here in Hollywood, and it's a 20-minute video which introduces the the book, the biography. Uh, ah. It's about 19 minutes long, and it's got some beautiful extracts and videos uh, in that, and it, and it goes chapter by chapter. So you can find that. Um, let's see. It's, it's in the, um, the front, if the first page, and then you scroll down to the bottom of the front page, the first page. The home page. Mm-hmm. Home page. And uh, it's right there, uh, right, be- right oh. before the photographs at the bottom, and it says Explore Highlights. Right, right above that is the video link, and you can click on that, and you can watch this, this really inspiring 19-minute video. So, um, oh, right. There, Introducing the biography. Is that the one? Of the That's the one, yeah. Dr. George. Oh, fantastic. That's the one, yeah. I shall look at that That's later. That's one. Okay, let's uh, begin with the chapters. Um, okay. Chapter one, of course, growing into a master. We will learn about uh, in this chapter of the biography and website how our master grew through really a difficult childhood and some of his amazing experiences where he gave healing and saved his mother's life at the age of 11 and so on and so forth until he evolved into a young adult and grew into a master in just over three, 30 years, three decades. Um, is there anything you want to highlight in this chapter that really stands well, out to you, Brian? I, I, I like the three, um, the three extracts in there because it really illustrates um, early on that Dr. King was a very special individual. And I imagine you know, most of us, we close our eyes and we see, you know, we see maybe a little color here or darkness or whatever. He closes his eyes right from an early age, and he just saw blinding light. <laughs> it kind of illustrates oh, that yes, he was definitely yes. a different league than, than us. It's called It's Light. And it's Light, that's right. It's the last extract, yeah. I think, on the page, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's just a very short and very interesting little extract, that. Mm. It is. Yes, good, good point. And um, some beautiful photographs, of course. Oh, photographs, yeah. Yeah, of, uh, our master is a, a young man yeah, with his young father. Man, yeah. Now you can see it. Uh, there's a picture of um, uh, Dr. King, probably around age 11 or 12, in that video that I mentioned earlier. Do you want to oh, see right. what it looks yes. like at that age? So we'll go on to the next chapter. Quite a lot to okay. cover. Yep. Chapter two. Give everybody a chance to get there. <coughs> The mission begins. Dr. King's um, mission began, really began in 1954, and you will learn all about this from this chapter of the book and, and the website too. And you'll see here a, a dramatic leap, even from his achievement of becoming a master as he learned his true mission to earth. And this, it gets really exciting at this point. Mm. I particularly like, I don't know which part you like, particularly like the radio interview. I think this is in this one, on the command, which is when it all began, right? Oh, that's right, right. yeah. Yeah. That was very interesting. I think no, that's, that's there. That's, yeah, these are all really, really good. Um, it, it really, it, it's kind of a transition into um, 
him really getting going with his with his mission. And it's, uh, you know, deserted by his closest associates is a very poignant uh, extract because it shows um, that he had an extremely difficult time uh, building up uh, the Ethereum Society and, and building up a platform from which he could Dissem- you know, disseminate these great teachings. Uh, it's it's kind of heart wrenching, um, but it is, it's a it's, it's a good way to start uh, in, in this book to really feel um, it, it was extremely difficult for, yeah. for our master to uh, to get going. Are you thinking of the time when the people around him, as he had a healing circle, didn't he? And the, when they heard about this command which he'd been given, they all left him. And he had to uh, go on a public platform, and uh, well, they they left him like just like like an hour before. It wasn't even. I mean, they they left him right before he went out there. It was terrible. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I know. So things like this, he had to endure, and uh, very difficult to go out onto a public platform and start receiving uh, transmissions from extraterrestrial intelligences we call cosmic masters um with no difficult to and, and dangerous he could have been could have been killed or or um crippled a bit with, with a flash bulb or a loud noise when, when you're in that deep of a trance state uh you know you you got no protection from that kind of a thing and one thing about the book is fantastic because you really not only read about it but you really feel it through the way it's written so you did a fantastic mm job you and Richard with that so we're going to chapter 3 now shall we which is uh, primary terrestrial mental channel pluperfect Here yeah well this, we this one we really focus on um, the messages that were that brought that, that he brought through from the cosmic masters there's, there's a number of, of excellent extracts from different cosmic masters in there and, uh, and they're they're superb well, one one interesting thing one is the the significance of the red light, um, ah, yes. and uh-huh. and he he gave numerous like I mentioned over a thousand uh, lectures and addresses and uh, he knew so much and he would talk and and he he did more than any other master to open up the secrets and the mystery schools uh, and make them open to the public, uh, but there's still some truths that uh, were deemed too. Uh, sensitive or dangerous to be given. So as he would be talking, if he, if he was getting close to one of these truths, he would actually see a red light. <laughs> then he would have to uh, he would have to stop. Uh, and that was quite uh, that's quite interesting. Um, that uh, it, it illustrates just how important his mission was. That he was basically being monitored uh, whenever he, whenever he was giving a talk or a lecture to to make sure that. Um, um, uh, he didn't get away too much. It's, it's fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. I know. You've probably been there. I know I have during lectures when that happened, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the red light. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the red light. There's a fantastic, um, is it a photograph or it's a, a video extract of our master going into um, uh, raising the kundalini, ready for the, the, the uh, transmission further down the page? Yeah, I, I'm not sure if we got that whole. I'm not sure how much of it we got, um, but the, uh, there there is a, an, an extract of that one of him actually going into the into, into the uh, trance state. You're right. Yeah, there's, this is a fantastic one. Uh, it's kind of a feast. I, I find that after a, a hard day in the office or whatever, and you know how sometimes your vibrations get a bit lowered by doing everyday mm-hmm. things. I think this is a, a, a great tool because I, I can sometimes just go to the website, listen for a few minutes even to a master or a transmission, and so you're, you feel more inspired. No, that's I true. Mean, Absolutely true, yeah. It's really and they're, they're aren't that long. There's like, they're generally two, three, four, five minutes, you know, and uh, you can yeah. jump in, listen to three or four, and you get yourself in a different state. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if you don't have a couple of hours for meditation, then do this as well, of course. But uh, it's a fantastic tool for us, for our advancement, as well as all the information, so much we learn about this wonderful master. 
So I think it would be a good time to have a break now, don't you, Brian, before we go on to... It's about that time. Chapter 4. Over to Noemi. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much, Chrissy and Brian. That sounds absolutely fascinating. You are listening to Theorist Radio Live with Chrissy Blaze and Brian Kniep. The announcements are as follows. You are warmly invited to join like-minded people in sending spiritual energy to the world during our live online 12 blessing services, which are held on Saturdays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time and on Sundays at 5.30 p.m. UK Time. And for more information, please visit 12blessings.org, that's 12 in digits. And for the full program of our activities in our centers around the world, please visit aserious.org forward slash locations. And the next Aserious Radio Live show will be on Tuesday, 19th of November, and that will be with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. And the topic of the show will be when Dr. King realized he came from another world. So I'm now pleased to hand you back to Chrissy and Brian. Thank you, Noemi. And we better get going on Chapter 4 because we've still got a lot to cover. Mm. Um, So Chapter 4, Number 1. And we learn about this great cosmic avatar who became the agent on Earth for tremendous interplanetary masters, the gods themselves. And Brian, you um, and a small team of staff were with our master in Los Angeles for a good deal of our master's mission. Um, What sort of prompted you to to choose these particular transmissions? Because you've got some fantastic transmissions here, the real heavy-duty ones here. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm just trying to get uh, a good cross-section. and you have some serious ones, some kind of humorous ones, um, some uh, beautiful ones from the heart, and yeah. some hard-hitting ones talking about uh, uh, how we need to change. Um, and then, of course, uh, as we get later on in the chapters, you start getting into the Armageddon ones. And so it's uh, um, it's just a cross-section, trying to get, trying as best we can to capture the different facets. Um, of course, the, the gem of, of the master's life is so multifaceted, you, you couldn't get every facet, but we just try and get the most important facets. And this particular chapter, uh, really, there's quite a few more photographs in this than the previous chapter with lots of extracts because it was primary terrestrial mental channel. This one has got more photographs, which really shows his travel to the mountains and his travel over to America uh, to expand his mission. There's another another nice picture which just caught my eye, a, a video at the bottom right, um, space contact in uh, Santa Barbara, because we just went there. We took um, up yeah. in Santa Barbara for the centenary. We took um, the people down to that very holy beach uh, there, and so that was quite, uh, uh, quite, a, quite a powerful and beautiful beach down there. Yes, absolutely. Gorgeous. Um, I particularly like the the last transmission, the commendation, which was to our master. You are now one of us. And oh yeah, I, yeah. That's, that's really beautiful. That's really fantastic. Yeah. You know, I and remember. Course, as you know, when when you read the when you read the biography, you find out that the cosmic masters are saying publicly that he's one of them, and he's uh, trying to dodge it. He he doesn't really want to be known as, as a. Uh, a cosmic master and avatar at the time, so he uh, he kind of hides that fact um, for really the rest of his mission. Uh, so he, it's it's quite it's really you can when you read the book you find out more of why that was. Um, but here you can actually listen to the transmission where they come up publicly and say that he's one of them uh, back in '59, I think it was. I think that was probably around the time when. Um, Keith Robertson, who was on Operation Starlight with our master, his mother, Doris, who was a staff member, when I first came in the early 70s, she said it was in the late 50s um, that he came downstairs one day from his small apartment in London, and she used to cook for him and so forth, uh, and said to her, Doris, you can't call me George anymore. And she said she Mm. felt at that moment as when he really realized who he was. You know what I mean? Oh right, yeah, sounds and, and about right. And then after that, um, they called him Doctor King. 
but um, in the early days, it, yeah. So I think that was probably around that time. I don't know. Definitely, but, yeah. Um, that's very so I suppose we have to carry on. Could linger on these for a long time. There's so much in them. Uh, to chapter, where are we? Chapter five. Oh, chapter very five. important chapter, of course. Um, a primary focus, as you said, Brian, earlier, of our master's mission was to help the Mother Earth herself in her great sacrifice for humanity. I mean, this is an amazing uh, chapter of the website. Well, this is where his uh, the missions really begin, and uh, this uh, this chapter and this uh, part of the website really shows um, Operation Blue Water, um, Operation Sunbeam, uh, and and him designing and building the radiotic equipment. I think there's a, a transmission or, or lecture in here where he talks about building it in his mind first, uh, and yeah. then tweaking it in in uh, etheric matter. And then uh, trying to the best of his ability with his, his mainly his two helpers, Charles Abrahamson and Al Young, to build the equipment. Um, first time this kind of equipment was ever built on Earth. Uh, so some fascinating in- insights on how difficult that is. You, you've got nothing to um, compare it to. You've got no previous research to build upon. Uh, so it's it's um, you know <laughs> it's amazing what he really accomplished. Just just staggering. And you get just a glimpse of that in watching it and hearing it uh, from the master's point of view. Absolutely. And, and Brian, um, as you've been involved with Operation Sunbeam uh, for many, many years and still very, very involved with this mission, I wonder if you could just briefly explain its relationship to the Mother Earth, why it's so important. Well, you know, D- Dr. King was really moved um, by the just unbelievable sacrifice and compassion by the Mother Earth. Uh, and he, of all, he wrote many, many books, um, but the book that stands out with the most heart is Visits of the Logos of Earth. And it's a very different um, book because he's talking about the Mother Earth. And it really uh, affected him when he was talking about her, because uh, he more than more than any of us, he could appreciate what she was sacrificing and how difficult a uh, situation it was for her to, to take on uh, mankind who, who was so um, backward because of the destruction of Maldek just before, and so it really affected him uh, tremendously. Um, so that, that's why he really focused on the Mother Earth. Absolutely. And um, he did say, didn't he, that every spiritual organization should dedicate um, some aspect of their work to the Earth, or what's that effect? Is that important? Absolutely. Um, Not just from an ecological point of view, environmental point of view, but much more important from this spiritual perspective. And so yeah. that's a very, very important yeah. chapter. And then we come into Chapter 6. Uh, where Chapter again, 6 is a very powerful, powerful chapter. Yeah. Again, it's the mission of our changes yeah. completely. Yes, exactly, exactly. From yeah. the heights to the depths. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what it was. Moves into this yeah. dangerous phase of transmuting powerful evil, which does exist, and especially at that time, um, because much has happened to improve it since then by the adepts and our master in the lower realms. So well, that was the, uh, the the main the main task that he and the uh, other two adepts had to, uh, when they came to Earth was to um, transmute the centers of evil in the lower astral realms, because mankind could not go into the new age on Earth if that was not done um, at this time. And, uh, you know, so you, you listen to, like, the Men Who Won Operation Carmelite uh, oh, extract on that one, which is just really potent, and, you know, what uh, what the adepts had to put up with um, to do this, this, this battle. And another really, one of my favorite extracts is the Space Combat in the Gotham Mission. And 
he's giving a lecture on the, on the Gotham mission, and somebody asks the question, uh, what's space combat like? And he, said, he says, you know, there's no way I can possibly answer that question. It's, it's beyond your imagination. It's, I, can't, I, can't, I cannot possibly be expected to answer a question like that. Uh, it would take me months to answer a question like that. And then he proceeds to answer the question. And it, it, it's <laughs> phenomenal how, how he, can just, yeah. he can just pull this, this information out and present it in a way that we can just at least get a, a glimpse of uh, what space combat is really like. And it's a fascinating um, extract, that one. Yes, really. And also there's um, some fascinating photographs which um, our master's distractions during that really difficult and dangerous and dark time for him and the addict. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder if you could say anything about that and the different things he was involved with. And Well, he, um, he, would take, he, he had a band called Supersonics, uh, which he played percussion, uh, the maracas, in, and that was uh, especially around Christmas time. Uh, he would go out to the, the shooting range, which was a very relaxing thing, because he was a, a crack shot when he was a, a boy, um, and he continued to be a crack shot right into adulthood. Uh, so that was relaxing for him. Uh, he liked liked to do videos. He would take photographs and, and, and make videos as a, as a relax relaxation for him because it was essential especially during those time, those days and those times because he was it, it, it's such such an incredible amount of responsibility was on his shoulders um if the adepts failed in their mission uh, a whole planetary race would be um would be suffering for tens of thousands of years Imagine that kind of responsibility on your shoulders, and you 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 have to have some kind of um, release um, for that, and uh, that's what he and these are some of the things that he would do. Yeah, one one photograph that I find very poignant in a way, it's strange, is the one at him at the printing press because mm. number one he was so hands on, and number two, mm-hmm. you know, even when he was no longer doing that, and other people were doing it. He, everything had to be checked by him. Everything, That's everything right. the people That's did right. was checked and double checked, and he was so involved, wasn't he? As you well know, Brian, with everything. I know it's uh, it's it's. I mean, the cosmic masters would often try and uh, uh, encourage us who were around him uh, to do things in a way that he wouldn't have to check them, because uh, he, you know, but okay. but he did. He, that was just the way he was. He was just so hands on. He was just so so focused on doing the best he possibly could uh, during his mission to Earth that he would just, uh, you know, he, he was just nonstop um, thinking about it, really. Yeah. Chapter 7, called seven. Superb Genius. Um, once the uh, the main centers of evil were transmuted, then Dr. King turned his skills to inventing world missions to change the karma of mankind. I mean, you listen to the sentence. I mean, it's like unbelievable, really, isn't it, if you think about mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Um, so here we have a, a wonderful chapter of the website. Um, our master became married at that time to his what was then his closest disciple, mm-hmm. uh, Lady Monique King, Operation Prayer Power. These are him starting the ecclesiastical structure. Anything, Brian, as the bishop, anything you'd like to add to that? Or, well, it, it was a bit of a surprise, I think, to many people because we really are a, a new age organization, uh, a spiritual order. Um, we were, you know, we weren't really focused on services so much. We were, we were focusing on service uh, to the world through missions, uh, and then. He he decided that uh, it was important to uh, start ecclesiastical um, side of the society in, in the 80s, and uh, and so you know in, in one way it's it's it might seem odd to people because we use um, the vestments that are, are used by uh, yes. Catholics, for example, um, and other very orthodox uh, Christian religions, but you know the mass was very practical and. These vestments, they work. 
they're they're radionic devices. They 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 aren't just pretty uh, or elegant. They are designed to help you manipulate energy, help you send energy out um, to the congregation or in in conjunction with the congregation. And so he was just very practical. And um, you know, I must say, uh, I'm I. I really love the ecclesiastical side of the Ethereum Society. I think it's a, a wonderful move and very inspired move for, for sure. And of course, the link that uh, we have with our master and other masters to the apostolic succession is so important. Well, um, exactly. That's that's the, the, the another huge key is, is he's giving us a silver thread from him. Uh, which it, which he also extended from St. Peter and the Mass of Jesus. And you could even say uh, from the Lord Babaji and others who, who had contact with our Master. So it's an incredible, incredible link that we have. Uh, and it's a link that uh, really was initially designed, I guess, by the Master Jesus uh, in that ecclesiastical setup where you have uh, the energy kind of reserves on different aspects of earth can funnel through you um, as either a minister, a priest, or a bishop. And the higher up you go, the more this energy can be funneled from this source. And so the Master was always thinking, and that was just another another way that he could help mankind. Spreading his power, yes. Absolutely fantastic. And another really, what I think is a brilliant uh, lecture, actually, I don't know if it's an address or a lecture by our Master, if I could choose... I find that oh, I was reading beautiful. different versions of that, Brian, when I was trying to select an extract, and the writing is absolutely brilliant. Mm. If you just listen to the word, the way he describes, he was a brilliant writer, and a very great descriptive writing. So you find yourself there, you know, and as he describes, um, of course, as he said, the, the more advanced you become, the less free will you have. So he, mm. this is you know, this is what would what he would do if he could, if he had the free will to do these certain things. And, of course, they're very spiritual things anyway, but because of his mission, because of his advancement, he couldn't do those things. And it's very, very Well, that's, um, well, that's very true. And that, that extract, um, you know, we, we cut it down from the original um, because you, you can't put the whole thing here, but it, it's, it's done in a way that it, it gets the whole arc of his, of his of his address, uh, and actually, I, if you really want, what I would really do is I would um, uh, go into the, the main website, the Ethereum Society website, and then buy that because then you can hear the yeah. whole thing. Uh, listen to the extract, and then if you if you like it, which I, I'm sure you will, go and buy it. Like I think mean, it's about five bucks or something like that. It's not very expensive. And then you can listen to the whole thing, which is just truly inspiring. You're so right. It really is, yeah, absolutely beautiful. So chapter eight is. Very important one, karmic agents. Our master, I believe, knew more about karma and how to manipulate this great law on behalf of humanity and behalf of, you know, changing, transmute, transforming the world through his understanding and his practical application of this great law. Absolutely. And here we learn about this. Now, great one, lecture extracts. I want to also alert people that they can go over to the King Yoga section and um, there's quite a few extracts in there um, about our master and karma. So there's um, there's, there's even some hidden extracts which we we will probably get to in a little bit. But you know, there's some great extracts you can you can find in the King Yoga part as well. Oh, great! Thank you. I love that um, uh, in this lecture extract, the master's three-word uh, meditation, if you like, karma is pressure. Oh. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. He he, he gave that dissertation on that picture in the uh, uh, the campfire at Lake Powell. That's where he gave that dissertation, a dissertation on karma. Definitely worth listening to that. Um, so chapter nine is a blaze of glory, and yeah. this is. I must, uh, as you know, Brian, because you were with him the last few years of his life, 24 hours a day, he went through a tremendous amount of personal suffering and sacrifice during his mission. Never thought about himself. Um, 
would you like to say about that, Brian? Well, he did. You know, I mean, imagine um, this great being, uh, number one, being so uh, detuned and and and, and uh, lessened his, his abilities from his his full aspect in order to fit into a human brain. So you're starting off um, just with a fraction of yourself anyway. And then uh, through the aging process on Earth, you get to the, the last um, five, six years, and then you have a bunch of other ailments, you know. It just would have been incredibly difficult and frustrating. Um, yet, in spite of that, he would he was still extremely pleasant to be around um uh, he was he was uh joking i i i was saying up in santa barbara on sunday he was jo- i had the fortune to be with him but even this the last days and i was i saw him uh midnight before he passed just a few hours later and and we were joking he was laughing um you know it was uh he was in pain I, I had to actually feed him the ice cream because he couldn't do it himself. But he, we were we were laughing, and uh, that, yeah. you know, so that that's just just incredible that uh, despite being in such a difficult situation and and so um, cut off from his from his uh, his greater part, um, he was still able to. Um, uh, you know, be, be be friendly, be 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 friendly with people, and have a laugh with people, and um, despite this tremendous responsibility on his shoulders and, and the and unbelievable frustration he must have felt uh, by not being able to do more for mankind. Yes, and he was still performing um, world-saving missions, wasn't he? Well, right up to the, well, the last, uh, well, certainly, certainly the last, the last few months he was, yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely fantastic. So we don't have much time, but I know we want to talk about um, King Yo, but before we do, Brian, I wonder if we could just quickly look through the timeline. Sure. Because this, I find this mind-blowing. <laughs> oh, because phenomenal. if you took anybody else's life, or well, not most people's, you know, there'd be a few things. They get married, they have kids, they have a great career and so forth. But it just keeps going on and on and on um, from one amazing thing to another. I mean, from incredible healing at the age of 11, his psychic and spiritual experiences, his superconscious projections, when he was first visited by a being from another world, when he first received the command in 54, you are to become the voice of interplanetary parliament, when he founded the Etheria Society, You'll learn about his yoga training, his initiations, his 65-hour meditation, the cosmic teachings he received, the thousand lectures he gave, which Brian mentioned, yeah. his job, yeah. the yeah. global healing missions he performed, his work in the lower astrals. And it's just exhausting to look through it, actually. But it's a very, very good... I find it... Um, if ever you feel your life is hard, then just look through this. <laughs> That's right. And it's good to note, too, that this is just a fraction of his real timeline, which we have. You know, this is, we couldn't possibly fit everything in. This is just a fraction of it. A fraction, yeah. But it gives a very good idea, I think. Oh, a good tremendous overview. idea. There's, there's, there's even, you were saying how much there is, and there's even much, much more behind this, which is fascinating. But the beauty of our masters, for him, it wasn't, about him it was about the world it was about the mother earth and it was about the path he left behind for all of us that we too can learn and grow and evolve and work in help with cosmic missions and so forth and uh, this is the path um, called king yoga and i know you wanted to uh, talk about this brian well the king yoga aspect um like I say, it, it, it really it's the future of um, of Dr. King's mission, which we can all then take part in. And the King Yoga section of this website has some some of the most potent extracts by Dr. King and the Cosmic Masters 
about the three aspects of the King Yoga, which is truth, advancement, and service. And they're incredibly inspiring um, to me. And uh, we, we, we all work really hard to, to pick out the... Uh, the extracts for that section and even if you don't want to read through that you, if you skip through and listen to some of those short uh, extracts they're incredibly inspiring I have to say yeah I love St. Guling and it's fantastic on, oh, <laughs> on truth amazing, amazing. Yeah. and even even the master, our master talked about truth and you know I, I found this, this one uh, address I think it was uh, when he was talking about truth, and um, the way he, I, I read it, and, and, it, and it, was, it was pretty nice, pretty nice. But then when you listen to it, the way he delivered it, it it um, it, it sent shivers uh, up my spine when I heard it because it was just such a uh, hard to explain it. But you just have to you just have to listen to it. Uh, it's just, I mean, you that that's why it's so valuable. Uh, listening to these extracts uh, by Dr. King and the Cosmic Masters is, is they put so much more into the delivery of the words than you can possibly get out of reading the words. It's staggering. Yes, it's a hu huge difference, isn't it? But this is why it's so brilliant, because you have them all here. Well, not all of them, a fraction of them, but more will be coming. But it, well, and there's a beautiful selection here, which, which you can really yeah. get a lot out of. It's really nice to have the testimonials, and I recommend that you listen to those. Uh, these are, are people, I think there are from, all of them from the American headquarters. Oh, the very top. Yeah, that, that's very, very, very yeah. inspiring. Very inspiring, yeah, very inspiring um, uh, to listen to that and, and to learn how the, this path of King Yoga has changed their lives and inspired them, just as it will you, I know, all the listeners. Um, now, I wanted to just, uh, I'm still uh, on the timeline on my computer here, and I wanted to just before we close, I wanted to um, really give uh, a lot of credit, especially to the two um, people that did just a tremendous amount of the technical work on making yes. this site possible, and that's Darren Ball and Julian Rosser. And Julian Rosser built the um, the guts of it, uh, and Darren uh, helped with that, and also um, organized the creation of the um, the different pieces, the different uh, you know, getting people to work on it and check it and all that. And it was without them, there there wouldn't be a website. Trust me. Yeah, they did a beautiful job, and uh, it's, it's stunning to look at as well, as well as. It is. Inspiring it's beautiful. To, to, beautiful. to read. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I know one, I, I'm talking to somebody uh, from our uh, Toronto group, um, Anne, and uh, she's a professional designer. And when she saw the website, she told me it was really beautifully done, and she really appreciated that. Uh, and she wanted to, the people who, who designed it to know that. Uh, and she, she's in a position to really understand what it takes to create a, a well-designed uh, website. Yes, Anne is very good. Yes, I know. I've seen her work. She's very good indeed. Um, so we, there's another, another couple of sections here, and important to look at the Etheria Society because, of course, this was the organization that our master founded that you can all become a part of, and we hope you do consider that, coming along to lectures and services and classes and so on. And um, it, that, too, is, is the path of King Yoga. That's and, absolutely um, correct. Absolutely. And then from this website, of course, you can go to the Ethereum Society. Like his main website, which is another fantastic website. So there is. Well, they're, they're but, brother and sister. I mean, you, you really, ideally, you go back and forth between these two websites because um, they, they, there's so much truth uh, in both of them, and, and they complement each other beautifully. So that's been a fantastic hour, and I hope, hopefully, all the listeners have been exploring and finding these gems, these jewels, buried deep within the website that they're going to come back to on a regular basis. It's the kind of thing you can just have open up at work in your lunchtime and get inspired and uh, make it a part of your practices to listen to that and then do your prayers and your mantras and so on. 
it definitely raises the vibration in just a few minutes because of the very brilliantly um, devised uh, format and the transmissions and so on. So I want to thank you, Brian, and the, the team of people who, you know, had this inspiration and put this together. It really is fantastic. And you're one of them. It's a great honor. Uh, fantastic opportunity. So thank you so much, everybody, and uh, enjoy the website. And do contact us if you have any questions or thoughts about it. And you can. It is interactive. You can actually add uh, comments to it, and it will be sent to the designers. That's right. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank you. Well, thank you very much to Brian and Chrissy to this fascinating show. And you can purchase Dr. King's biography, The King Who Came to Earth, at a special launch price from our website, which is drgeorgeking.org or aetherius.org. And you can connect with Chrissy at chrissyblaze.com and with Brian at briankaneeb.com. And the next show will be on Tuesday, 19th of November, during which Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze will be speaking about when Dr. King realized he came from another world. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening.